welcome to the first DBSA podcast of the new year, which I'm told is 2014, although I think in publishing it's probably already 2016. I'm Sarah Wendell from Smart Bitches Trashy Books, and with me is Jane Litt from Dear Author, and it's the 72nd episode of the Dear Bitches Smart Authors podcast, which means it's a perfect time for me to quiz Jane. This is really inappropriate. I hope you enjoy it. This podcast is brought to you by Intermix, publisher of best-selling author Aaron McCarthy's ebook Believe, a sexy romance of redemption, secrets, and seduction. The music you're listening to was provided by Sassy Outwater, and I will have information about who this is and what it is and where you can buy it for your very, very own. And now, without any further words, on with the podcast. Can I quiz you? Oh, God. All right. I work really hard on these, so you have to be nice to me. Okay. Because, you know, you know, because of my influence, people's lives have been changed. <laughs> Or, you know, somebody laughed really hard while they were driving and had to pull over, you know, one or the other. Right. <laughs> okay, so I just want you to know that I only included one legal romance. So question number one, which of the following is a real romance title? One of these is real. The rest of them are fake. Okay. All right. Lassie's Last Stand, Vegas Highlander, X Marks the Scot, or BDSM with the Highlander? It's the first one. Lassie's last stand. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's X marks the Scott. Oh, God. <laughs> you should be titling books because that clearly should have been a title. I know. I'm How like, is there not a Vegas Highlander either? Like Karen Hawkins book or something like that. I always get her <laughs> and Karen Rainey mixed up, which is bad because Karen Rainey writes serious, um, really meaty, great historicals. And Hawkins writes these kind of fluffy, cloudy cotton candy books. And <laughs> And if you go into one of those books thinking it's the other author, you're going to be very disappointed. Kidding. <laughs> and I'll it's... just say for the record, I only really like one of those authors. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So yes, X Marks the Scott is a real book. And even though I don't like Scottish romances, I kind of want to read it because it's, that's what it's called. How do you not want to read a book called X Marks the Scot? And it, it's uh, by Victoria Roberts, and it is a Highland adventure. He was a Highland rogue, wicked with a bow, and just as wicked with the ladies. Of course he is. And oh, the cover has so much gleaming Manchester. It's amazing. Okay. Which of the following is not a romance series? Four of these are real. One of them is not. Okay. okay. This is a hard one. Bad Boy Billionaires, The Billionaire Boys Club, Bad Boy Billionaire Bachelor Club, A Billionaire in Disguise, or BDSM Billionaire Club? Billionaire in Disguise. No, that's real. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bad Boy Billionaires, Billionaire Boys Club, Bad Boy Billionaire Bachelor Club, and A Billionaire in Disguise are all real. BDSM Billionaire Club is not real to my knowledge because I tried to find it. <laughs> Well, clearly someone, that that 99 cent bundle is coming out um, January 1st. It's open. It's open and willing. You guys, could, somebody can capitalize I on that I'm one. I'm pretty sure I own all those bundles too. Yes. What's the one that's been like in the top 100 for weeks now? The J.S. Scott one, The Billionaire's Obsession? No, are you thinking of the Alpha Bill, 
alpha boy, alpha <laughs> male taught by Tawny Taylor. No. Here, here's the deal with book, these book box sets. Can't even talk anymore. Because it's the, bad boy billionaires. You just have to warm up your mouth. Say I bad boy billionaires. I'm the first author of the stupid box set. So there's 10 books in it, but I only know it's the box set with the alpha title and Tawny Taylor. No, this is The Billionaire's Obsession by J.S. Scott. And it's been in the Kindle Top 100 for months now. I don't know. I'm sure I bought it for 99 cents at some point. It's still 99 cents. You can still buy it. <laughs> and, you know, Angie's already mad at me. <laughs> she says I keep buying crap. <laughs> well, you, well, you probably do. <laughs> There's also The Billionaire's Paradigm. That sounds really boring. Yeah, The Billionaire's Obsession, Hot Adult Humor Sex Romance Kindle Book. <laughs> I, this book that I reviewed today for um, Dear Author by Nashota Rose, I felt like that, like she did market research and she's like, okay, everything that says new adult, rock star, bad boy, dark romance is selling. I but people hate cliffhangers and trilogies. So I'm going to stick all of those concepts into one book. The first 30% is going to be a dark romance. Then I'm going to have an emo, angsty, new adult in the middle. And then I'm going to end it with a flashbang boom of a romantic suspense. And my hero is going to be a rock star, underworld, illegal fighter. <laughs> Seriously, that was the entire book. Wow. It was crazy. But was he a Highlander? No, he didn't Aww. wear any kilts. I'm kind of disappointed. And he wasn't a duke either. I think that we're missing. I think that there is a real need in the market, a kind of a gap between the dukes and the billionaires. And we got to smush that together. Billionaire, billionaire dukes? dukes? Bad boy billionaire dukes. With BDSM. With BDSM. It doesn't necessarily have to be BDSM, but he has to be like, he has to be tormented, right? Because as a billionaire duke, there's a lot of stuff to be sad about. Well, I really well, like it was the Alyssa Patrick duology, but it wasn't the Alyssa Patrick story, the Maggie Robinson story. Oh, I really liked the setup, but the actual story fell really flat for me. Her her book was a contemporary set in a snowstorm because I'm a total sucker for people who get stuck in the snow. The hero is an actual Viscount, but he doesn't actually have any money. He's inherited a title, but he has no money. So he's actually titled in English and a lord, and he is visiting his aunt or great aunt in Maine, and the heroine is the aunt's personal assistant, and she's trying to get onto the private island in Maine to deliver something, and they get stuck, and they can't. They have, they're, they're stuck, and they have to find shelter from the storm, and it's, there's snow, and I like snow. But I thought, oh, that's really cool. A contemporary hero who's a, who's a Viscount who still has to work because he doesn't have a lot of money and he has in inherited a giant pile of moldering rock that he can't do anything with because it's a historical building, but he can't modernize it, but he can't live in it either because it's cold and it's moldy. It was a really interesting setup. I think we could totally do some billionaire dukes in the contemporary sense, especially if they're brooding and angsty because you can't be happy if you have you know a billionaire or a duke attached to yourself. That thing would never make anyone happy. Isn't does isn't that the setup behind Megan Mulry's books, the Royal Pain and whatever? Because I just included one of her books on one of my daily deals, and it was about a earl. Oh, I didn't see that. And it's a contemporary. There, you, I did get one in the mail the other day from Avon. I think I have to go look at it. 
But you enjoyed Alyssa Patrick's contribution. I did. I did enjoy the Alyssa Patrick story. That was, okay, that was, usually you can't write slapstick. It's really hard to write slapstick and make it work, but she totally pulls it off. Because the heroine is sort of in this weird position of wanting to be very um, open and not aggressive but assertive about her attraction to her best friend. And so she wants to meet him at the door in a whipped cream bikini but then realizes that this is not a good idea because whipped cream actually doesn't stick to you as a, you know, decorative or, you know, accessory. So he walks in just as she's decided this is a terrible idea and, like, he hits her with the door and it gets better from there. It's hilarious because she actually pulled off writing physical comedy down. It's really well done. Plus, the instead of being total strangers who have to have a happy ever after in a, in a short number of pages, these two have been friends for a long time. So what they're negotiating is changing their relationship. I thought that was really well done, too. But I'm presuming that you've read it. I did enjoy it. I, I think that she's an underrated author. So hopefully more people will find her. She had she definitely had some of the best writing of physical comedy because that's really hard to write down. It's funny if you look at it. It's funny if you film it. You don't even need dialogue. But to write it down is very difficult. And she totally pulls it off. The opening scenes are hilarious. And it goes from there to a little bit of emotional angst, back to funny, back to angst. And the the emotional journey of the hero is a lot harder for me than the emotional journal. journal the emotional journal. The emotional journey of the heroine. But the, the, the degree of confidence and humor in the heroine totally made it work for me. She's awesome. So I'll have to link to that. Okay. Are you ready for your next question? Yes. Okay. Which of the following is not a real book? So one of these is fake and the rest are real. Okay. Second opinion. A sexy romantic billionaire BBW dominant submissive short story. Seduced by mistake. A sensual billionaire and interracial BWWM short story. Secret Seduction, an erotic billionaire interracial BBW dominance and submissive short story, or a saving embrace, a sexy interracial BWWM historical supernatural short story. What's a, the difference between a BBW and a BWW? I think interracial BWWM is interracial black woman, white man, but BBW is big, beautiful woman. This is like a Craigslist personal ad. And a BMW is something very different. <laughs> this is when you have to kneel before the car. That's right. <laughs> that I run you over. Yes, because he's a billionaire. He probably has something a little more expensive than a BMW, which well, is why I, he's going I for have, the BBW. I assume that they're all real. No, but... no, only one is only one is fake. The rest of them are real. Right. I kind of got lost in the melange <laughs> of uh, letters. So I'm just going to go with the last one because it has saving to... embrace a sexy interracial BWWM historical supernatural short story. Yeah, that's real. Natural. <laughs> no, <laughs> supernatural caught me because I haven't seen that used in a title. No, the one that was fake that I made up was secret seduction an erotic billionaire interracial BBW dominant submissive short story. Sounds like it. I think you should write all the books that you are. Talking. I think I should too. the BDSM billionaire club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should totally be writing these because, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. All right. And now it's time for descriptions. I have two descriptions and then I have another which one is a not a real title. Okay. 
Which of the following is a real holiday book? And which of the following is not a real holiday book? Okay, so first description. After putting business before pleasure, Cassie McPherson works hard for her family's construction business. That might explain why she doesn't have a date for the company Christmas party, but it doesn't quite explain why she's crazy enough to hire an escort for the date, or crazier still, why she's dying to unwrap him like a present. With whiskey-colored eyes and a killer smile, James is one gorgeous hunk who really knows how to fill out a tuxedo. As an aside, are there men in the world who don't look good in a tuxedo? Yes. Really? I have not seen this. I'm probably glad that I haven't. James charms everyone, including Cassie. And when the night ends, the party doesn't stop. As Cassie falls, literally, into his bed and James falls head over heels in love, now he has to figure out a way to tell her the truth. He's not an escort. He's her family's fiercest business rival and all he wants for Christmas is her. So that's book one. Or... Two hours until quitting time, and Eleanor Nicholas is the last person left in the office on December 24th. Unable to leave without specific permission from her boss, she waits at her desk, watching all her friends update Facebook with travel adventures and vacation pictures, knowing she's spending another holiday alone in her apartment. But when a mysterious janitor tells her that she has to evacuate the building and she needs to leave immediately, she goes to find her boss to tell him to leave. But what she discovers behind the boardroom door will change her life and her overtime forever. Oh my god. I want the second one to not be a real book. <laughs> You're right. I made that one up. <laughs> oh, thank god. The first one is Hunk for the Holidays. I think Avon publishes that, doesn't they? I don't know. I have to look. But I'm, I'm kind of taken by the title, Hunk for the Holidays. An erotic billionaire interracial BBM, WWM, BMW, WNYC, KDKA radio production. All right. Which of the following is a real book? One of these is real. Three of them are not. And then I'm going to hit you with legal romance because it's so enjoyable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which of the following is real? White Waves, the pirate's milkmaid. White Oceans, the milkmaid on the bounty. White River, a milkmaid runs through it. Or White <gasps> Beach, a smooth as milk summer romance. What? Well, well, <laughs> I would, I'm really sad this is over the phone and I can't actually see your face it's a sad face Here, I'll take a selfie <laughs> oh. can I ask a question before sure. we move on sure why do I torture what? you with milkmaid romance no why are there what's the fetish oh breastfeeding Oh, breastfeeding is the fetish. I made the mistake of talking about this and I got lots of people telling me all about it. Like on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> That's one conversation I'm never going to have on Twitter because I don't want to have those followers. <laughs> yeah. So lactation fetish erotica is a it, it is a thing. There's also forced breeding erotica where yeah, i i know about the forced breeding is is the forced is the milkmaid erotica for men or is it for women i couldn't tell you anyway so we have white waves the pirate's milkmaid white oceans the milkmaid on the bounty white river a milkmaid runs through it or white beach smooth as milk runs through it is the real one is the oh the, the, one is real one, one is real and three are fake 
Oh, my Lord. I'm going to guess the last one is real. White Beach, as smooth as milk, summer romance? Yes. No, I'm sorry to say White Waves, the Pirate's Milkmaid is real. And I'm actually going to make you go and look at the cover. But here's the thing. Pirates should have an apostrophe, but it doesn't. So if you type White Waves, the Pirate's Milkmaid, this cover is so messed up because, okay, so he's, there's a guy standing behind her and his nipple is so erect it casts a shadow. And then there's some piratical clip art just sort of on top of him. And he's holding a sword across a woman's throat and she's dressed as a bar wench. And I think it's her hand, except that it's bad Photoshop, is holding a glass of milk with ice out to the reader. I must have like, it's oh, here amazing. it is. I was going to say, I must have like a, a porn um, preventer because I couldn't pull it up. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's the pirate's milkmaid, but there's no apostrophe. So it's, you know, grammatically incorrect. This book is $2.99. It is 17 pages. It is 6,223 words. This is a hot milkmaid lactation erotica and is suitable only of adults. Like, I can't tell whether, is she holding the sword? No, he's holding the sword, even though the elbow is coming out of her shoulder. But she's holding the glass of milk. (laughs) Is she lactating into the cup? I don't know. She's a barmaid with a special physical condition. (laughs) No, I also wish I could see her face because this is just amazing. I'm reading it. (laughs) Oh, and is it everything you hoped it would be? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> sort of. I guess I, I didn't really have a frame of reference for it. So I guess so. <laughs> wow, it's such a short excerpt. That's probably best. Yes, that's probably a good thing. Okay. Any other things? Yes, you- I have one more. It's time okay. for the legal romance. Okay. All right. Because I'm really sad that there are not more romances tagged as legal romance. They're they're kind of difficult to find. So um, I guess my question is, am I supposed to go by what's the most improbable? <laughs> well, one of these is real and one of these is fake. And so you have to, A, go by the one which seems like something that a person who is married to an attorney would make up, i.e. me. And which would be published as a potential romance by many people who very know very little about the legal field. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Description one. Francine Howard is a first-year associate at one of the highest-paying law firms in the country. They expect long hours, tireless dedication, but what she didn't expect was the night hours were kept literally by vampires. Gregory Voldestun is the managing partner, and he's transfixed by the golden aura of his practice group's new associate and knows she may be the key to ending his vampire's curse. But within the confines of mortal and immortal laws, he cannot touch her lest he risk eternal damnation. Or description number two. Megan Matson resigns her summer associate job when she learns that her bipolar mother is a con artist using Megan's name. Megan convinces the feds to drop the charges against her, but it ends her career. On Dan Howard's first day as a junior partner, he is amazed his paralegal is Megan, Franklin Law's star student. He's thrilled to work with such a brilliant mind, 
and such an attractive woman. As Dan and Megan tr tackle a tricky case, they struggle to resist their mutual attraction. Even if senior partner Wallace Leith approves, others in the firm want to see them fail. Can their office romance bring them a fairy tale ending? So of those two? Yes, one of them is real. Are you okay? Well, <clears throat> I prefer to be the latter one. And since that's my preference, I'm going to guess that that's the fake one. No, that's the real one. Oh. <laughs> Although I was confused why someone whose mother was using her name would end her career. Like if she can actually verify that she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I mean, but your reputation could be harmed. True. But then she gets hired as a paralegal. Like, why not leave all law altogether? That's that's when, as a heroine, you need to go open, like, a cookie-baking business or a cupcake-baking business or whatever baking businesses are most popular right now. You ever notice how many heroines, by the way, have baking businesses? Yeah, or our dancers or our art gallery people. Yes, who keep non-traditional hours and can do very strange things in the middle of the day. So you did pretty well in the quiz. You got two right. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of fun writing these. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> what is coming up for Dear Author next year? Um, the same old stuff. Review You're going to talk about romances? Woohoo! Reviews, opinion letters, stuff like that deals oh we're gonna have a new website Woohoo! so are you excited about that i am i'm not excited for everyone to be like oh my god i can't find anything why did you change this <laughs> this is the I, most horrible web design ever. ever yeah um but i have to tell you all the people that won't like the change it's not gonna be changed back <laughs> <laughs> see so, you have slowly and gradually adopted the kissy, kissing Susie Culber attitude of, I'm not doing what you want unless you deserve it. And you don't deserve it, so no. What? <laughs> what? I've never met Susie Culber. Oh, 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 no, the blog. Oh, yeah. God, I haven't been to that site since forever. <laughs> yeah, they have, they have this, um, you know what? If you don't like it, fuck you. Yep, too bad. <laughs> but that's not me. I'm just saying this is the direction of the internet now and okay. uh, we're just trying to stay relevant I, I apparently the Wall Street Journal reads their author because they comment they contacted one of my commenters about the Barnes & Noble article and so I tweeted them and I said well I hope you mentioned your author when you do your little Barnes & Noble article <laughs> <laughs> but, but let me get, tell you right now that's not gonna happen you don't think so no I don't think so And that's all for this week's episode. Oddly enough, the same things are true for 2014 for Smart Bitches as well. New design, same fun stuff, same inappropriate level of man titty, just like you always wanted. The music you're listening to was provided by Sassy Outwater. This is a song by Three Mile Stone, and it's titled Snug in a Blanket. And if you're on the east coast of the United States like I am, being snug in a blanket would be awesome because we're getting hella dump of snow. So I hope you are snug or in a blanket, or if it's not cold where you are and it's like holy hell hot I hope you're really cool but either way I hope you're very snug 
If you like the podcast, you can subscribe to the feed, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can email us because it's like the best thing ever. Our email address is sbjpodcast at gmail.com. You can also call and leave a message on our Google Voice number at 1201371DBSA. Don't forget to give us your name and where you're calling from and how many inches of snow you're getting this weekend. This podcast is brought to you by Intermix, publisher of best-selling author Aaron McCarthy's new book, Believe. Phoenix is only two days out of jail when he meets Robin, a party girl with her own secret past. When the past collides with the present, who will find peace and who will be hurt? Don't miss the newest ebook from Aaron McCarthy, Believe, which is available January 21st wherever books are sold online. I hope you enjoyed the quiz. I hope it was at least a little bit entertaining for you as it was for me, because seriously, those are so much fun. Future podcasts will involve lots and lots of reader email because you're awesome and you wrote us messages. And if you have suggestions of things you'd like us to talk about, you should email us. But until then, Happy New Year, and we wish you the very best of reading. <laughs>